the divine gardener who has our spiritual growth as his ultimate goal. If there is something in our lives that is unhealthy for us, God will want to prune it. And if there is something in our lives that is good, but not the best, God will also want to prune it. Join us today as we continue in our series called Rooted, starting right now. Life has its ups and downs. Life can be fun. Life is sometimes hectic. And life is full of choices. Welcome to Venture, the podcast that brings the biblical truth to the ventures that we face in this world and live in today. Hey everybody, welcome back to another Venture Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Wills, lead pastor at Venture Church in Bellevue, Nebraska. And as always, so thankful that you are joining us today. And we believe wherever you are at this moment in time, we believe God is going to give you a reason, a purpose of why he has you where you are. So last week, uh, we talked about growth and how it is God who, who brings growth and, and how we can all play a part in the process. Uh, this week, uh, we're going to be talking about another aspect of growth called pruning. And pruning is defined as to trim uh, such the items as a tree or a shrub or a bush or a plant or whatever by cutting away dead or overgrown branches or stems, especially to increase fruitfulness and growth. So if you're not too much of a, a gardener, Pruning is you have multiple devices that you can prune with. They have little handheld pruning shears that they call it, where you can go up to the smaller plants and and basically cut like scissors, uh, cut those little non uh, not or I was just say it this way dead things or or even live things to make room for uh, for more growth. Uh, or if it's like a tree or a bush, a large bush. You might use something what's called lopers or loppers, however you pronounce it. Um, they're these big handled, long handled, uh, with a smaller cutting thing on the end. It gives you a bunch of leverage to cut through like one inch or less branches, maybe even a little thicker, depending on which ones you get. Or you can use things like a bow saw, where it's a little shaped like a bow. Um, it has a big long blade that has a pruning blade on it, and you just cut uh, through the branches. Or maybe even a chainsaw if it's a bigger, bigger branch or something like that. But, you know, just like many aspects of our faith journey, pruning isn't always easy. But it's necessary in order for healthy new growth to occur. And so to frame our time today, we'll be drawing from Jesus' words found in John chapter 15, uh, verses 1 through 5. Uh, and I want to read that uh, to you. Here's what it says. <clears throat> I am the true vine. And my father is the gardener. Every branch in me that does not produce fruit, he removes, and he prunes every branch that produces fruit so that it will produce more fruit. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I in you, just as a branch is unable to produce fruit by itself unless it remains on the vine, neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who can remains in me and I in him produces much fruit because you can do nothing without me. Now, after reading this passage, there are a couple of things I, I want you to know. And the first thing is this, that God has a green thumb. 
Okay. God has a green thumb. And, and we get this directly from the first verse in John chapter 15, where it says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. If you're a gardener, you, you have to have a green thumb. Okay. Uh, and if you're, if you say, well, I can't really grow anything, so I'm not a green thumb. Well, then you're really not a gardener. <laughs> okay. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Okay. Uh, two things that are communicated through this first verse of chapter 15 is this. The, the first thing I want to bring out is Jesus makes it clear that he is the vine. He wants the listener to understand that there is no life apart from him. Just as all the nutrients needed for a plant to grow and travel through the roots to the limbs by the trunk of the stem, right, in a plant, in the same way, all that we need for life and life to the full comes by and through Jesus Christ. The second thing uh, that he's pointing out is the one who's responsible for cultivating the growth in the lives of people is God. Okay? There is no other being who is more qualified to oversee the growth process than the one who is the author of life in the first place. God is a divine gardener, and he is an expert at facilitating growth. These two things are incredibly important to keep in mind as we talk about pruning. Okay? It's crucial to remember who is behind it all, and that God, the divine gardener, has the bigger picture in mind. Okay? And we know that in all things, uh, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And we get that from Romans 8, verse 28. Now think back to our definition of pruning. I'll repeat it again. It says to trim such things as trees, shrubs, bushes, plants, whatever, by cutting away dead or overgrown branches or stems, especially to increase fruitfulness and growth. One of the main jobs of a gardener is to remove dead, fruitless, or broken limbs from the plant. Which leads me to my, my next point. Uh, and God shares with us that there is uh, the, the gentle art of elimination and cultivation. You see, there is an art to eliminating and cultivating, okay? In verse 2 of chapter 15 in John, it says, Every branch in me that does not produce fruit, produce fruit he removes. And he prunes every branch that produces fruit so that it will produce fruit more fruit. That is elimination and cultivation. Okay. Often a plant will be hindered by a dead portion of its branches because that dead portion gets in the way. And also sometimes a plant will waste energy and nutrients to help branches that don't produce any fruit. Uh, you'll see this happen when you look at like a tree or another plant uh, or especially like a bush or something where half is a dead and half is alive. And on that dead part, you'll see little sprouts of green and you always think, oh, it's going to survive. Not really. It's just giving enough nutrients. It's trying to do something, but ultimately it's, it's dead. Okay. In our lives, we often have similar areas that are, are hindrances to us. Okay. It may be a sin that needs to be removed, right? We're, we're all uh, sinners. And we have sins in our lives, and if we're not trying to remove them, uh, we're going to not succeed. We're not going to grow, okay? Uh, there, so there might be a sin that, that needs to be removed that you're not willing to remove, right? Okay? Uh, it may be discipline in our lives that we need to accept, okay? Like we get stuck in habits that aren't the best, right? And so we need to change our discipline to make those habits become different habits, good habits, right? And it may be even something that's good in our lives, Right? Uh, there's a lot of good things that we do, but they're distracting us from something better, from something great, okay? The gardener will prune these things that we might have a better opportunity to grow, okay?
Okay. So if the earthly gardener is interested in fruitfulness and healthy growth, just imagine how much more so the divine gardener and cultivator of the entire cosmos is interested in the same thing. The pruning that God does in our lives is not because he is angry with us and wants to punish us or take things away from us, right? Actually, it's quite the opposite. In fact, according to Hebrews, there's a race that has been marked out for us that results in a heavenly prize. And in order to run this race well, we have to remove those things that will disqualify or hinder us from reaching the finish line, okay? In fact, let me read that verse to you. It says, therefore... Since we have also have such a large cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us lay aside every hindrance and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that lies before us. And it comes from Hebrews 12, verse 1. In fact, I would encourage you to read on, uh, if you can, mark that down somewhere and read on about the race, okay? This is not an easy and comfortable process, okay? Pruning is not an easy and comfortable process, but in the end, as the things are removed that aren't healthy for us, we find something more from life that could not, could, or I should say, that could not have been found without the pruning, right? A good example of this just recently, um, a gentleman named Kyrie Willis uh, from the Indianapolis Colts, a professional player, retired abruptly from the NFL to pursue a career in ministry. And he made this decision through his own thinking and, and, and prayer and so forth. In fact, I'm gonna read his own words. Here's what he said. Through much prayer and deliberation, I have elected to officially retire from the NFL as I endeavor to devote the remainder of my life to the further advancement of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am both humbled and excited to pursue the holy call that God has for my life, which brings me much joy and purpose. Right? Here's a guy starting in the NFL, making millions of dollars, and realize that his ultimate purpose is to serve God and share the gospel of Jesus Christ, and the NFL is getting in his way. Amazing, right? That's, that's pruning. He had to prune that away to do what God has called him to do. Okay? A Christian is someone whose strength comes by living in connection to Jesus Christ, right? Galatians 5, uh, chapter, or chapter 5, verses 22 and 23 speaks about nine fruits or products of the, of the Spirit that should be a part of our lives, okay? Now, if you have been listening to us for a while, uh, we have shared these before. In fact, we, we encouraged you to be working on one of these for the year, okay? And I am working on one for the year. And it, it says this in Galatians 5, 22 through 23, it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And the law is not against such things. So speaking of, you're supposed to be working on those that have been working on one. How are you doing on yours? <laughs> right? How are you doing on yours? Do you give up already? Mine was patience. And, and I'm going to share with you, I've been tested well with that this year. Now, I've, I'm going to admit to you, I've failed a few times. I have. I did not stay patient, and, and, and I messed up. But I've also succeeded a lot because I was focusing on it, and God was helping help me through that. Okay. Now, think for a moment about the fruits that are listed in the Galatians passage. I'm going to read them to you again. Okay. They are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These are areas that most 
most believers have some desire to grow in, right? There's, there's no doubt in my mind that if, if you were to look at those and could see them right in front of you, you would at least have one of those in your life that you desire to grow in. And maybe it's more than one, right? The only way these fruits are able to grow day to day in our lives is for us to remain connected to Jesus through full surrender and unwavering faithfulness. And this brings me to my third point. A healthy connection to the vine, to Jesus Christ, will produce good fruit. Let me say it again. A healthy connection to the vine will produce good fruit. And we see this in verses 4 through 5 in John chapter 15. Okay, As we remain connected, the divine gardener prunes away the unhealthy and fruitless parts of our lives. So, here's what we need to do. Remain in him through adversity, through trial and hardships. Right? That's the pruning. Okay? Remain connected to the vine. And remember this. Apart from him, you can do nothing. That's in verse 5, right? And this leads me to the last point I want to make. Spiritual growth, okay? Spiritual growth does not and cannot happen by accident. Let me emphasize that again. Spiritual growth does not and cannot happen by accident. In other words, you can't just be walking along, trip on something, stumble, and go, oh, I just grew spiritually. (laughs) Just doesn't work that way, okay? The Christian life is a process that we, that we enter into when the seed of the gospel is planted and we open up our lives to God, okay? To grow in faith takes intentional effort, fierce determination, and the unquenchable grace of God. It is true, I will admit this, it is true that God loves us just as we are. Scripture tells us God loves us who for who we are, but it's equally true that he doesn't want us to stay that way. He wants us to grow. So, what are some specific areas of your life that could use some pruning to allow for healthy growth to happen? Be thinking about that. What are some specific areas of your life that could use some pruning to allow for healthy growth? What are some areas that need to be completely lopped off? (laughs) Maybe chainsawed off, right? For the sake of future growth. Maybe they're big items, right? We just need to completely remove them for for growth. Are there areas in the past that that you now recognize God pruned away in order for healthy new growth to occur? Because we need to praise God in the same time of asking things from God, right? We need to praise him for the things that, that he's already done. Here's what I know. Here's what you need to do. Trust that God knows what he is doing. And even though the process of pruning can be painful, it will all will also be fruitful in the hands of the divine gardener. Folks, I'm going to ask you to be thinking about things this week that you can prune in your life, and I'm going to ask that you give them up to God. In fact, I would like to pray for you this morning as we do that. Father God, thank you so much for people that are listening today, for the folks that have downloaded this podcast. Um, I, I pray that as they are making decisions to, to prune, have God prune the things out of their life so that they can be uh, be healthier and, and uh, also grow, um, grow fruit. Uh, I pray God that, uh, you will show them what needs to be happening. And God, I pray. And I know that if they ask for it, you will help them, uh, in that process. Father, be with our folks, uh, keep them safe and allow them to come back and download our next podcast as we wrap up our series on fruit. Amen. 
This concludes another episode of Venture Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode on pruning, and we hope you'll be back next week as we wrap up our series on Rooted. Talk to you soon. If you'd like to know more about Venture Podcast and Venture Ministries, or you'd like to help support us financially, please visit us at VentureChurch.ch.
you'd like to know more about Venture Podcast and Venture Ministries, or you'd like to help support us financially, please visit us at VentureChurch.ch.